Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Thinker Games podcast. I am Luke Bale and uh, this episode is the third entry in the team well, interview sections of the podcast. Um, the first one was with Andrew Warburton which was recorded episode 3 and the last one was with Mark Cooper who uh, which, he was included in the infamous Christmas episode where we recorded the podcast in a car and I just want to put a small disclaimer we, I wasn't actually talking to Andrew while he was driving so I don't want to get him in trouble or anything so sorry about that. So th- this episode I'm going to talk about the PM so I'm going to talk about me. I know I've already done an episode with where I talk about how I do stuff within the group and everything but I'm feeling how my project management style has changed over the last couple of weeks, especially going into semester two. I thought I'd just update that thread of the podcast and, uh, you know, just keep everything relevant and uh, just, you know, keep everything going. So, so at the end of semester one, we got a first, which I thought we really did deserve because I think we were everybody on the team went extremely hard last year. But last year, it, the my project management style was more... Uh, I don't know, it was a bit... The, the PM of it was kind of put on the side because I was lead document designer as well, so me and Emma were kind of like designing the documents on a hourly basis. I mean, especially in the last couple of weeks. I mean, Emma, myself and Andrew Hull, who's the, the level designer, we all worked extremely hard on these documents. And I'm proud of what we came out with at the end. There was a few hiccups towards the, you know, the deadline date and everything, but that's only, you know, if you didn't have any problem with it, it's just, it wouldn't be, it'd make it too easy, wouldn't it? So... I suppose everything we've got to have a problem with at least one thing in the projects, and I think the major problem was with the documents, really. But this semester it's kind of changed because I've got a kind of more personal role with the team because it, instead of being just a document, I am a full-on project manager now. I'm not just part-time project manager, part-time document designer. So I've, it's kind of hit me suddenly because even though I was doing it last year. It was kind of, oh yeah, I'll just do that in, you know, I only had a couple of minutes and then it was okay. But this year it's got to be extremely detailed because we've got so we've got Alpha, Beta, Beta 1, Beta 2 and then the Gold Master and Gold Refinement. There's so many milestones and semester milestones and deadlines. I've got to constantly keep on top of this project even when I'm doing other stuff like I'm, I'm working or working on a dissertation or something. So I've had to really you know, we'll strap up my boots and make sure this thing works properly. Uh, one question that I am asked a lot by people is like, what's your project management style? And to be honest, I don't really have one. Uh, people go like, oh yeah, I have a waterfall style or, you know, other sorts of styles. But to be honest, I've got more of an optimistic uh, project ma- project management style because I, I make sure all the scheduling's done, I make sure all the work's handed in. But when it's handed into the tutors, you're just like hoping everything's okay and you've they've not you've seen something that you've not missed or something like that. So I am basically on the time I am on t- I am most of the time on tender hooks because I'm like oh my god what's on we know what's going to happen next and any events that do happen and alter mean changing the schedule altering that like we've already had to alter change alter and change the schedule once already because there wasn't enough time to accommodate everything we needed to do for Alpha, so we had to take away a week away from the beta testing to make sure we got Alpha ready, which in the long run I think is a good move, but I don't, I mean, I don't know how the tutors thought about that, but in the long run it's, we had to do it, so I think we've done, you know, I think we've done pretty well up to this point, but I think the next couple of months is going to be really difficult for everybody because we've got this game, 
and I know people have got other stuff like Emma and Ravel are working with the Sony with people a few people from Sony next week. We've got dissertations, we've got projects, and I know it's going to be hard for everybody, but I personally think we can do it. I mean, I know it seems like I'm not doing much at the moment apart from doing project management stuff, but I am, you know, I am doing my best and I am making sure this project does run on time, make sure the shooters are happy, make sure everybody else is happy. I mean, some problems do occur that you can't, you know, control, it's beyond your control, so. It's just, I think it's just dealing with them to the best of your capabilities, I suppose. Uh, if any of the third years are listening to this podcast for next year, I don't mean this this year, of course, I would recommend, if you are going to be a project management, I would get on, start planning out this schedule extremely early on in the development, because I'm finding that I only had, since we only started this, started making the game in August, it's been a, an extremely, you know, not challenging task. Schedule's easy to do, but it, it takes a, a lot more time than you think. So, if anybody's listening or they want to be a project management, I would say make sure you get the schedule on time. Like in my room at the moment, I've got a whiteboard and that's always constantly being changed, altered, messed about. And I would say a whiteboard's a good investment. But it just depends if you get good use out of it. I mean, I'm using it a lot this year, but last year I was just using it just to, you know, put sticks, stick things on with blue sack and stuff. So I suppose if you are going to use a whiteboard, it would be it would be a worthy investment. We'll make sure you're going to make good use out of it. Uh, also, this year I found going back to what I've been doing this year. Good segue. Sorry about that. <laughs> it was a. Uh, I found myself emailing the team a lot more than I usually do and texting him, which isn't a bad thing, of course, but uh, I don't want to be that, you know, well, basically, I don't want to be that guy, you know, basically, you've always got one person who you do know who's just constantly bugging you for information or constantly going, where are you, where are you doing, where are you? And I don't want to do that sort of thing because I want to give my team a bit more free reign with what they do, but... Sometimes it is necessary, like this week, because it's alpha, I've got to make sure he talks to people every day, make sure everything's got, no way, everything's updated and everything. And it is working, I am getting a lot of feedback, I'm getting daily feedback, I'm getting hour breakdowns of what people are doing, I'm getting files left, right and centre, so I know the work's being done. The only thing is, I, I don't want to pressurise them too much either, so I'm trying to get that fine line between, I know it's a degree course at the end of the day and I know we are making a game but I don't want to put too much pressure on them as I know like I said before they have got other work to do as I have myself but I hope I hope we do well oh I forgot what I was going to say then never mind I'll go on to the next bit uh, also I've been backing up work a lot I mean work back up is one of the most annoying things I've got to do because it's just like copying basically the same amount of files but sometimes some of the files don't really get made till the end of the week so really you're backing it up you're backing the most of the majority of this week's work or this week's you know asset files in one big go so I suppose the backups that you do during the week is kind of redundant but it's always a good contingency just to have a make sure you have a work back up because I we've already had it, we've already experienced it twice before where people have been installing Dropbox on their, on their new computers and then all of a sudden it's like the files have just mysteriously vanished because they're trying to create a new com, you know and trying to create a new drive and everything 
Well, that was the excuse, I don't know. But I would make multiple backups, like I've already, I've got a five tier system going on within this team, and it has paid off, so I think as long as you keep maintaining it, and I am going to keep maintaining it as well, I think it'll go really well. Uh, the only, just to summarise the whole thing, I feel like I am doing a really good job as project manager, I mean, I would like to do, if I started the old projects again, touch wood, I never would have to, but uh, I would feel that I would do with stuff a lot earlier than I should have done because we did establish it because other teams like established in May and they had the whole summer to work on the game and we came basically in week one of the new semester with a just this random project and we didn't even have a full team till week eight so I did want to I would have liked to have got the whole team sorted and organized before then but it's just what a, it's just the old challenge of the old thing I suppose and it's just something that you've had to, got to overcome and got to you know rise to the challenge and everything so I think we've all done really well and I'd like this opportunity to thank every member of the team so we've got Mark, the two Andes, Ravel and Emma they've all worked really hard this semester and I am really extremely proud of them all and I do know we are going to deliver a really good game at the end of the day so just to summarise as well I don't really feel like I have done much for him this semester apart from project management because the only two roles I had for this project was lead document designer and project manager. Now, I do know project management takes up a lot of time, but when you're looking at these timesheets, like I, we do on a weekly basis, everybody else is doing like 50 hours of work or 40 hours or 30, and I'm just estimating about, I'm roughly going out about 25, 28 per week, which I know is a lot, but over spread, of the, spread over the course of the week, it's kind of like, you know, three hours a day. Well, sometimes four hours a day at the weekends, and I don't feel like, you know, because everybody's making these assets and everything, I feel like I'm just, you know, stuck in the background half the time, like I'm just, you know, I make sure everything gets done, but I do do a lot of stuff that contributes to the team as well, and I am a valuable part of the team, I mean, without me there'd be no schedule, even though we just get changed on a weekly basis, and sometimes there's the spelling mistake or six, but I feel like... I've done a really good job at the moment. I mean, other people might think I'm, you know, doing an okay job. Some people might not think I'm doing a good job whatsoever, but personally, I'd think I really am doing well. Also, I've been helping the team out with their dissertation research as well. Like, I've been helping out Mark with his modding research because they're doing other stuff and I don't want anybody else on the team to drop behind in any other department. So while I've got some free time and while I'm researching stuff for my project, I'll help them out with some research. I mean, I've offered it to everybody, but only Mark's, you know, said, could you help me at the moment? So, but I'm always there for any other member of the team if you ever need any help with any other work. I mean, I'm completely, I'm completely illiterate when it comes to stuff like Photoshop, it's programming and everything, but researching on document design, I'm really good at, so I can't help them out with that other stuff. So... That's the end of the podcast. Uh, I know this is sounding more of a rant than more than any other th of the episodes of the podcast, but uh, I just wanted to, you know, get the, my, the personal summary of the project at this point. The next episode of the podcast, which is going to be recorded next week, is the Alpha Special. So, I'm going to try and get another member of the team. We might try and get Mark or Andy again 
to talk about the alpha and how it went and how the, what the tutors thought about it and uh, what's coming next. So we've got, we're going to talk about the beta pre preparations as well. We've got a couple of members of the CVG course, <coughs> excuse me, uh, ready to beta test the game. We've got a couple of people from the music degree in the next building to ours at the University of Salford. But we've also got some people from a bit further afield than that. We've also got a forum user for the XNA forums from Australia who wants to try the game. And we've also got a guy who makes XNA indie games and wants some of them are going on the actual marketplace. So it'd be good to hear feedback from well, well a professional compared to us because we're just you know students. But uh, it'd be good to hear a professional opinion about the game. So we're all looking forward to that. So. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, thanks very much. I know I said thank you twice then, but you can never be too pleasant. So, uh, until next time, this is Luke Bale, and thank you very much for listening to the Thinkerbox Games podcast.